Good morning from Skift. It's Tuesday, November 10th in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Brought to you by the SoFi Daily Podcast. Reaching financial independence starts with having the right information. Every weekday morning, SoFi keeps you up to date with important business news, stock market happenings, and how they affect your financial life. Search for SoFi, S-O-F-I, wherever you get your podcasts. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Pharmaceutical giant Pfizer could seek U.S. government approval for its COVID vaccine as early as this month, as clinical trials have shown it is up to 90% effective in preventing the disease. But that raises an important question. Are airlines equipped to transport billions of doses of the vaccine? Airline Weekly editor Madhu Unakrishnan writes that an effective vaccine, or vaccines, is both a good thing and a problem for the airline industry. On the one hand, the industry is pinning a lot of hope on a vaccine to restore passenger demand and for governments to drop onerous travel restrictions. On the other, governments around the world will be depending on air cargo infrastructure to deliver billions of doses of life-saving vaccines. The timeline is key here. Pfizer said it could have 50 million doses of the vaccine ready for shipment this year and 1.3 billion in 2021. This gives airlines some runway to fine-tune the transport plans the industry has been making. The majority of air cargo is not carried by freighter aircraft. Instead, most cargo flies in the belly holds of passenger aircraft. But with international travel largely at a standstill, fewer large aircraft are traversing the world's skies. Some carriers, like American Airlines, Turkish Airlines, and United Airlines, among others, have been operating cargo-only flights with their passenger aircraft since the crisis started, and estimates are that as many as 2,500 passenger aircraft have been modified to carry freight. Even with this, the amount of cargo capacity available fell by more than 25% in September. Next, a Biden administration in the White House, whether with a divided government or not, stands to deliver on a bigger stimulus package for the travel industry. But hospitality reporter Cameron Sperance writes, travel leaders still plan on getting a deal finalized with the current occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Organizations like the U.S. Travel Association and the American Hotel and Lodging Association continue to rally Congress and the White House for another round of coronavirus economic relief. Talks stalled ahead of the U.S. election, there is now new optimism regarding at least two rounds of stimulus, with one potentially passing before the January 20 inauguration day. Finally, more news from the presidential election. President-elect Joe Biden will reverse his predecessor's decision to pull out of a landmark global climate pact. Corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons writes that as election voting drew to a close on November 4th, so too did the country's official participation in the Paris Agreement. But Biden has signaled his intention to rejoin it, in keeping with his campaign manifesto, and the country's U-turn will likely impact the wider travel industry. The agreement was negotiated by 196 countries, came into effect on November 4, 2016. It calls on those countries to undertake ambitious efforts to combat climate change, with travel perceived as a major contributor to global warming. In 2017, President Donald Trump said the U.S. would exit the agreement at the earliest effective date, November 4, 2020. Aviation, in particular, is regarded as harmful to the environment, along with other types of industries, with premium cabins under fire due to the amount of space they take up on planes. For more travel stories, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily.